your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Just win. You're a win as a Raider. Pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. What's up, Raider Nation? Welcome into Tuesday's edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast, July 20th, 2021. Your boy Q here with you and uh, very excited about today's episode. Very excited about all week as we're getting closer and closer to the beginning of training camp. We have officially made it through the offseason and please believe it's not a Raiders offseason without some big time news that drops and usually it's around training camp or the beginning of the season. So uh, we'll definitely have that to talk about coming up on today's show. Before we get into any of that, I do want to let you know today's show is being brought to you by Rock rockauto.com great selection super low prices all the parts your car is ever going to need is at one spot that's rockauto.com make sure you let them know that the locked on raiders podcast sent you so they know that i'm doing my job coming up in today's episode uh, my interview with marcus allen i had on raider nation radio 920 on monday really really good conversation he joined the show about 4 30 had him on for a good 15 to 16 minutes and uh, just a lot of good stuff with uh, the hall of famer marcus allen a uh, really really good dude and i think i could have had him on a good 15 or 20 minutes more but respected his time and didn't want to hold on to him too long but man his answers he he answered all of them you know genuine he was a real good dude about it uh, I even asked him a question about you know just not everything being uh, as easy as it always should be when it came to being with the Raiders but what did it mean to be a member of the silver and black and he talked about it being family and that you don't always get along with your family so obviously that's talking about the dust up with Al Davis, but a really good conversation with Marcus Allen. So you're going to hear that on today's show. Uh, I think it would be criminal if I didn't add that, uh, that conversation to the show. Segment number two and segment number three, you'll hear the Hall of Famer Marcus Allen with me on Raider Nation Radio 920 from Monday. Here in segment number one, news and notes of the day. And it's funny, the news and the notes, the biggest pieces of news that came out that had to do it with the Raiders on Monday had to do with President Mark Bedane or former President Mark Bedane. And it's silly. When I was talking to Marcus Allen all of a sudden, the news came down, and I got the the uh, email from the Raiders about President Mark Bedane. And so it's crazy. I'm looking at it. I'm trying to pay attention to my phone, but I'm at the same time I'm trying to talk to a Hall of Famer that you don't always get on the phone line. So uh, I had to navigate through the waters, but I did it. So let's go ahead and just jump into the news and notes of the day. And, of course, that has to do with President Mark Bedane resigning on Monday afternoon after 30 years in the Raiders organization. So the email came down from uh, Will Kiss with the organization, with the Raiders, and uh, it was a statement from Mark Davis saying, Today I have accepted Mark Bedane's resignation as president of the Las Vegas Raiders. Mark has been an integral part of the Raider family for 30 years, rising from a training camp driver to president of the entire organization. His efforts in helping to build the most magnificent stadium in the sports and entertainment capital of the world will never be forgotten. I wish Mark, his wife Amy, daughter Allie, and sons Bernie and Zach all the best in whatever the future holds once a Raider, always a Raider, short and sweet from Mark Davis. And, uh, of course, that's what you expect him to say. You know, you expect him to say once a Raider, always a Raider. And, of course, thank Mark Bedane for the 30 years uh, in the organization. And I'll tell you right now, as I reached out to many people about this situation and many people who have been in Las Vegas for quite a while, uh, just to get their thoughts on it and see what they're hearing about the situation, uh, many of them said, I'll tell you one thing, Q, I don't know the situation, but I do know Allegiant Stadium is not standing where it's standing right now. There is no Allegiant Stadium without Mark Bedane. 
sustain. So got to give him a lot of credit. He's done some really good things in the organization. And again, that stadium would not be there. That beautiful stadium that Raider Nation will all be uh, uh, able to go into and enjoy this season would not be there without the efforts of Mark Bedane. And so immediately a lot of folks started speculating on, oh man, there's trouble in paradise. What's going on in the Raiders organization? Where is he going? Did the A's get him, uh, get a hold of him and try to, you know, lure him into the organization so he can get them to uh, Las Vegas as they're trying to make an effort to get there as well. I mean, there's been a lot of speculation. And the one thing I won't do, and I said this on Raider Nation Radio 920 when uh, we started talking about it, I'm not going to speculate. I'm just not. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, this is the reason why, or I think this is the reason why. I'm just going to take it at face value. And at some point, you know, you'll start to hear news, you'll start to hear notes, and you'll start to, you know, be able to put together why he decided to, to step down, you know, less than 10 days away from the beginning of training camp. Now, it is a big deal. It is a major big deal. And the timing is what really raised the eyebrows. I know some people hit me up and was like, why does that have to be a conspiracy? How come he can't just want to retire after all the time? He can. It's just the timing is really strange. That's what raised my eyebrow is the timing of the whole thing. I just talked to Mark Bedane uh, last week at Allegiant Stadium uh, uh, talking about all the great events that were coming to the you know the stadium. And look, he doesn't owe me anything. He didn't have to say like, well, Q, I don't know because I'm about to retire. He didn't have to. He didn't have to tell me anything. But it's, again, the timing is just really strange. So Mark Bedane did put out a statement. Uh, on Monday, and he said the successful construction and operation of Legion Stadium has been unequivocally the most challenging part of my 30 years with the organization. Seeing it through to the end has been rewarding beyond measure. Together, the Raiders in Las Vegas accomplished what seemed impossible. Now that the project is complete, it is time for me to focus on my family and look ahead to new pursuits. I am forever grateful to MD for his unwavering support and friendship. I wish him and the Raider family the best. I will always feel a part of the team because everyone knows once a Raider, always a Raider. Again, short and sweet and to the point. And the one part that caught my eye is I look ahead to new pursuits. So something is coming down the pipeline for Mark Bedane. And I do not doubt that with the success that he had in helping the Raiders get to Las Vegas and get that stadium built, he's got something big in the, in the, in the pressure cooker. Now, again, I'm not putting that out there. I'm not trying to speculate. I'm just going with my gut feeling. I think Mark Bedane has got something big that he's working on. I don't know what it has to do with, but I'm sure soon enough, We'll all find out. Again, there's a lot of statements being put out there on Twitter right now. There's a lot of people speculating on what's going on. I do not know. But all I know is what we know. And so I just want to go ahead and bring that to the table. Now, uh, on the email that was sent out from the Raiders, they did say Van, Dan Vantrell was going to be the president on the interim basis. Said Dan Vantrell will assume the role of president of the Raiders on an interim basis. He's been with the Raiders for 17 years and currently serves as executive vice president and general counsel. He has been a primary part of the stadium project from its inception, a liaison with state and local officials, a lead negotiator on football matters, and a leader on the business staff. His experience on both the football and business sides of the organization make him the best choice to lead the Raiders organization at this time. The greatness of the Raiders is in the future, and the future starts now. Again, that is from Mark Davis. So Dan Vantrell immediately slides into the interim role as the president of the Raiders, and we'll see what happens. We'll see who who ends up officially taking that position, if it's Vantrell on the full-time basis or they bring somebody in from the outside. Or, as my good buddy John McClain from the Houston Chronicle posed a question to me by way of text message, sent it to me on a Monday night while I was sitting out back uh, at my mom's house, just kind of sitting out there with the family, having a nice little Tito's and coconut water and just talking about the day that was. And uh, John McClain sent me a text. And again, this is not a statement. This is nothing that he's been hearing. But he asked me straight up, I wonder... If Bedane leaving the Raiders means that former Raider, you know, front office man Bruce Allen is on his way to reunite with John Gruden. And I don't know. 
You know, and again, he doesn't know either. He's just, he was just, you know, kind of spitballing with me and asking the question. And, and I said, well, I, I don't know. I mean, I, as far as I know, I, I don't think that he left the organization on good terms. And uh, he let me know that, one, he's, he's actually pretty good friends with Bruce Allen. And he said, hey, Al Davis loved Bruce Allen until he left the Raiders to go to Tampa Bay with John Gruden when Al Davis traded Gruden to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, of course, Bruce Allen worked with, the, with John Gruden in, uh, in Oakland and in Tampa Bay, won a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. So, uh, again, it's just – a question. It's not a statement. It's not, hey, I think this is what's going to happen. It was just John McClain, uh, you know, shooting questions back and forth with me by way of text message. And it just kind of got me to thinking because Bruce Allen is out there and he is available. And of course, he's very familiar with John Gruden and has worked with him multiple times. So I would not be shocked if that's something that were to happen, but I'm not saying it's going to happen. It's just something that we have to sit back and watch and see how it all unfolds. I also wanted to pass along this little nugget about a former Raiders offensive coordinator and passing game coordinator, Greg Knapp. Remember him? Well, Coach Knapp was riding his bike, and this is from Mike Cliss up in Denver. Uh, he said Coach Knapp was riding his bike over the weekend when he was struck by a car. Uh, so he said that he's pretty uh, bad shape, critical condition with serious injuries from the bicycle accident over the weekend in California. So, uh, man, that's some scary stuff. I actually had a co-worker back in Central Texas that got into a bad bike accident and it didn't have to do with a car. He just fell off the bike and uh, had some serious damages and it took a while for him to get back to work. So a lot of damage can be done by way of the bike. So uh, many prayers up to Greg Knapp, hoping he's OK. Uh, I know things didn't shake out very well for him in, uh, with the Raiders as far as uh, him being an offensive coordinator coordinator or a passing game coordinator, but you never want no uh, harm to anybody. So many prayers to Greg Knapp. Hopefully he uh, recovers from his bike accident that he suffered over the weekend. And uh, my final little piece of news that I have for you here in segment number one of today's Locked On Raiders podcast, Touchdown Tim Brown. I had Marcus Allen on the show on Monday talking about the Battle for Vegas charity softball event, also talking all things Raiders. Matter of fact, you'll hear that conversation coming up in segment number two and segment number three. I'm going to break it down into two pieces. Well, Touchdown Tim Brown is actually going to join the show this afternoon at 5 p.m., and also talk about the Battle for Vegas charity softball event. I'll ask him about training camp and the Raiders, what it means to be a Hall of Famer, and a whole lot more. So Marcus Allen on Monday, touchdown Tim Brown on Tuesday. Cannot really go wrong, right? <laughs> no, not at all. Very excited about that, and that's the kind of uh, stuff that you should expect. That's the kind of uh, coverage you should expect with me now being in Las Vegas. Uh, there is no, There's no red lights in my life. Everything is green. It means go, go, and go some more, and that's exactly what I plan on doing. Uh, folks are going to get tired of seeing me because I'm going to be running circles around a lot of cats. And that's not being disrespectful. I just know me. I'm just going to keep going until I can't go no more. So a uh, touchdown, Tim Brown. You can uh, expect to hear him on Raider Nation Radio 920 later on this afternoon, 5 p.m., talking about the Battle for Vegas charity softball event and all things Raiders. So that's all I got for you for uh, segment number one of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Coming up in segment number two, part one of my conversation with Marcus Allen, uh, the Hall of Famer, the HOFer. Really fun conversation. Definitely think you'll enjoy it. That's coming up next. Before we get into that, though, I do want to tell you about betonline.ag. They're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sporting action. Baseball season is in full effect. Did you see on Monday night, I don't know how big of baseball fans you are, but the Rangers got the brakes beat off of them, 14-0. to That's a football game. That's two touchdowns. They got beat by two touchdowns. They got skunked. They got the brakes beat off them. That's embarrassing, 14-0. to So baseball season, yeah, it's back. NBA tonight. 
Game six of the finals. Will the Bucks take it or will the Suns make and force a game seven? Well, we'll find that out pretty soon. UFC MMA action. It goes on each and every weekend. So before the next pitch, the next home run, the next knockout, the next submission, the next three-pointer or a slam dunk, head on over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Get off the sidelines and get into the game. Again, head to the website using your mobile device or your laptop. Sign up today and receive a 50 welcome bonus on your first deposit how do you do that you've got to use the promo code locked on that's how you get the 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit again promo code locked on betonline.ag your online sportsbook experts segment number two it's on the way your locked on raiders your daily podcast on the las vegas raiders part of the locked on podcast network your team Every day. All right, Raider Nation, here we are. Segment number two of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Time to get into part one of my conversation with the Hall of Famer, the HOFer, Marcus Allen, running back, who's going to be the captain of the Raiders squad for the Battle for Vegas charity softball event that's taking place at the Las Vegas ballpark on Saturday. It should be a lot of fun. Guys like Jonathan Abram, Josh Jacobs, Max Crosby. Uh, let's see, Damon Arnett's going to be a part of the team. Alec Ingold. You'll have Willie Sneed. And you'll have a bunch of other cats are going to be a part of the Raiders organization going up against the Las Vegas Golden Knights a nice charity event they've had it now this will be the second uh, annual one they didn't do it last year due to COVID but Marcus Allen joined the show on Monday on Raider Nation Radio 920 to talk about the event and of course talk about the silver and black what it meant to be a Hall of Famer what it meant to be a part of the Raiders what it meant to uh, him to see Tom Flores be inducted into the Hall of Fame all that good stuff here's part one of my conversation with the HOFer Marcus Allen. Now, without further ado, let's go out to the Raider Nation hotline and bring in Hall of Famer running back Marcus Allen. Welcome into the show, my man. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing very well. How are you guys doing? We are great. We're pleased to have you on the phone lines. We had just thrown out a question asking if you could sit down and talk to any Raider, past or present, just at a sports bar type setting or just off the record and just hang out for a few minutes and talk. Who would it be? And I'll tell you, and I don't think it should be a surprise to you. Your name came up quite a bit. Marcus Allen, Marcus Allen, Marcus Allen. Lots of uh, Raider Nation would like to sit down and talk to you, and so we're, we're pleased to have you on the phone lines. And how excited and pumped up are you about this uh, charity softball event going down the Battle for Vegas this Saturday at Las Vegas Ballpark? Well, I'm looking forward to it. We had such an uh, outstanding time uh, last year. Um, it, was, it was great, but actually the year before. Uh, it was fantastic. Um, I, it brought the community together. Uh, the Golden Knights were fantastic. The Raider players were great. Uh, the audience enjoyed it. I thought it was fantastic for the community. I just thought it was great. Yeah, and, and keep on speaking on that community because I, I've only been in town a few weeks, but I realize how active the Raiders are in this Las Vegas community. How important is that for them to be active like they are right now in the community? Well, I, I think it's very important, and I think they'll be embraced like uh, you won't believe um, you know, we saw the success with the Golden Knights and how the uh, the community, uh, the state, the city of Nevada got behind them and stuff. And, and, and we know that the Raiders and, uh, and the brand that they are, uh, what the what that will mean to the community. Um, you know, it's uh, Vegas. Vegas has been known for a lot of things, but sports is now becoming at the forefront. And the Raiders, I think, will be uh, at the head of that uh, that campaign of. Uh, Sports capital now. It is. It's going to be interesting to find out. Uh, you know when the fans are. Uh, you know going to come back this season and get to enjoy games and 
I think it's going to be absolutely crazy. Yeah, no, it really will. Allegiant Stadium is awesome. It's amazing uh, a building, and, and when the fans are able to enjoy it and be there firsthand, uh, they're going to have a really good time. We're talking right now with uh, Hall of Famer Marcus Allen here on Raider Nation Radio 920 talking about the Battle for Vegas charity softball event taking place this Saturday. And and Marcus, I mean, going back to high school and even before high school, when it comes to you, you, you could play every sport. You could play every position. How was your softball game? I never looked into your <laughs> softball game. How was your softball? Game. Well, I was actually a pretty good baseball player. Obviously, softball is a different animal and stuff, but uh, it's pretty much the same principles and stuff. So uh, I, I enjoy it. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm actually the, uh, I keep saying captain, but I guess I'm the, the, the coach of the team. So, <laughs> you know, I get to draw up the lineups and stuff and put players, uh, uh, you know, out on the field. And, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a kind of an aggressive guy. So I'm going to be hitting and running. I'm going to do a lot of things like that. And we're, and we're, we're here to win too. That's right, just win, baby. We're not gonna, we're not gonna mess around. We're gonna, we're here to win. I know that's right. That's what you're supposed to do. Like I said, just win, baby. And, and Marcus, you you have uh, touchdown. Tim Brown is also on the on the staff, and so uh, now there's two there's two Hall of Famers. There's two Heisman Trophy winners. I mean, I don't know if they, if the Golden Knights if they can they can square up like that. I don't know if it's even fair to have two Hall of Famers on the same team. <laughs> Well, I know Tim Brown's a great athlete, uh, but I've never seen him play baseball, so it should be interesting, though. <laughs> and I'm just trying to actually look at my uh, my lineup, and I think I'm going to put uh, Josh Jacobs at the uh, at the leadoff spot. So I think I'm going to go with some speed and, and some power. Nice, nice. And, and you know, I'm, I'm glad you brought up Josh Jacobs. He was a guy I was going to ask you about. Once, ever since he was drafted by the Raiders, he was a guy that there's been a lot of comparisons. You know, he, he has a lot of Marcus Allen game to him. And, and look, Marcus Allen is a Hall of Famer, as you very well know. I mean, it's, it's hard to just go and throw that name there, but when you watch Josh Jacobs go out there and compete, when you see him run 2,000-yard season so far since he's been in the league, what do you see from that young man? I love everything about him. I love the, uh, the uh, tenacity that he has. I love his approach. I love his focus. I love his dedication to the game. I know he wants to win, and uh, he's all in, and, and, and that's all you can ask for, a guy who really, really who's dedicated to his craft and wants to get better every single day. And uh, he always wants to improve, too. That's another uh, key uh, factor for me uh, that I think he's certainly headed in the right direction. How do you continue to improve as a, as a young running back? Like I said, 2,000-yard season so far under his belt. But how does he take his game from where it's at right now to the next level? Well, what you say to yourself was that was, that was good, but I got, you know, I got much more to give. Uh, you raise the level each and every single day. You challenge yourself each and every single day. Um, and the, the only person you really have to beat is yourself. I mean, that's, the, that's the, the, the person that you have to conquer, right? Every single day, you extend yourself further than you did yesterday. And that's how you get better and better and better. And obviously, you know, you don't rely on last year's stats. I mean, those, that, those happen. And you look back and reflect on those and you go like, okay, you know what? That was decent, but I can know I can do better. I can bring more to the table. I can bring more energy. I can do a better job. I can be a better teammate. He can do all those things, and I know he says that to himself, so I think he's going to be great. Talking right now with Marcus Allen here on Raider Nation Radio 920, talking about the Battle for Vegas charity softball event. We will be giving out tickets after we finish talking to Marcus here on the show. And uh, some of the players that you have on your team, not all of them, but, I mean, you have Max Crosby, Josh Jacobs we talked about, Jonathan Abram, Damon Arnett, Alec Ingold. I mean, you got some heavy hitters right there. Do you, do you have a guy that you're kind of looking at thinking, he might be my team MVP? Well, you know, frankly, I think all of them are MVPs. You know, that's why it's going to be uh, incumbent upon me to really sort of, uh, you know, put them in the right position, uh, you know, uh, defensively and obviously give them an opportunity to, uh, you know, to score a lot of runs. So 
I got to be smart in that regard because I got a lot of great players out there. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, Marcus, you're already a, a part of the fraternity that you can't never take someone take away from you, and that's the Hall of Fame. Tim Brown, he's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, we have two more guys as far as the the Raider Nation goes, and that's Coach Tom Flores and Charles Woodson, both going into the the Hall of Fame this year. And also, I mean, a third if you talk about uh, the Violator Wayne Mabry, super fan, he's going into the Hall as well. Uh, how special is it for you to see Coach Flores be inducted into the Hall of Fame? Well, Coach Flores is my guy. He really is. Um, I, I I called him up and uh, almost I almost cried. I shed a tear to be honest with you and stuff because he you know he's meant so much to me, and I appreciated the uh, you know that he he finally got in. You know I I, I wasn't thrilled that he he waited uh, as long as he did, especially when you know you look at the numbers and his numbers are better than other you know coaches that are in you know so those are the things that obviously upset people and stuff but uh you know i was thrilled i, I couldn't be more happier uh, there's some other players though that that belong in there cliff Ransford, for example uh lester hayes mm-hmm. i mean uh, you name a db better than lester hayes tell <laughs> right. me i don't i, I don't know it's right. crazy and, and and Cliff Branch, the numbers he put up, uh, you know, he should have been in. And he was, I think, uh, on the final ballot last year and didn't get in. And, and it just didn't make any sense. It just, right. None of it makes sense. No. Don't get me started on that stuff. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. And we had John McClain from the Houston Chronicle on last week, and he's a he's a Hall of Fame voter, and he, he's been pounding the table for Cliff Branch. And he said, yeah, like you said, his his time, it, it ran out. Now he's going to be on the senior ballot, so he's hoping that Cliff gets in that way. But it's, it's just a tough it's a, it's a tough pill to swallow right now because it's, it's past the stage of when he should have already been in. And he was a game changer, Marcus. He was just so special. Absolutely. Um, you know, I you talking about one guy that I wish I could talk to, um, uh, sit down and have a conversation with, and that would be Cliff Branch. Uh, missing, loving, uh, just an just an all around great guy. I I don't know if you know the story. I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but as far as <laughs> Cliff and my father are concerned, I room with Cliff my rookie season and um, played with him. You know, obviously, I don't know how many years, maybe twelve, I think, and um, I eventually. Uh, <clears throat> Again, after we were done playing, my dad did some research and Cliff did some research, and we found out that we were cousins. Wow. And our room with him, it didn't even know he was my cousin. So um, the fact that, you know, uh, that he is my cousin, uh, I know that's a little uh, partiality, but just being objective, mm-hmm. Cliff Rance. He belongs in the Hall of Fame. So there is part one of my conversation with Marcus Allen, talking about the charity softball event, talking about what it means to be a member of the Hall of Fame, talking about Cliff Branch. You heard that in a very personal conversation. I really could have gone down the avenue when it talked about Cliff Branch or when he was talking about Cliff Branch and really got him fired up because, like he said, hey, don't you know, don't go there with me only because you know he takes it really, really personal and found out later on in life. And you heard him say, I don't, I don't know how true it is, but uh, potentially could be Cliff Branch's uh, family member. So thought that that was really cool. So that's just part one of my conversation. Uh, when we come back to part two, going to start off talking some more Hall of Fame with Marcus Allen. But uh, part two of my conversation is coming up to start off segment number three of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Before I get into that, though, I do want to tell you about the title sponsor of today's show, which is rockauto.com. And rockauto.com I've been telling you about for quite a while. If you are trying to fix up your car, I don't care what kind of parts you need. They have got you covered like an old school Jimmy hat. All you need to do is check out the website rockauto.com. And the beautiful thing about it is you don't have to pay 30% more. You don't have to pay 40% more. 
50% more, 100% more. You don't. The prices at rockauto.com are very affordable, the same for do-it-yourselfers as they are for professionals. So there's no need to worry about it. All you got to do is go to the website, uh, locate the price, uh, the, the part that you need. You'll get the price right there. You order the part, and boom, it's delivered directly to your door, which is really awesome. <laughs> I mean, it really is very convenient, and you can make it happen. It doesn't matter if your car is one you drive every single day or it's a car that you, you, know, you pull out of the garage on Sunday and just ride it down the block, or maybe you're in... Uh, you're in uh, 702 when you want to head down to the strip and just kind of show it off on a, on a Sunday or a Saturday afternoon. Either way you look at it, uh, rockauto.com has got you covered, like I mentioned. Uh, go to the website, check it out, find all the parts that your car will need. Uh, and the only thing I ask you to do is there's a box that said, how'd you hear about us? You just write, Locked on Raiders podcast, you know, and then they'll know that, hey, Q's doing his job. He sent us to the website, and now he's, you know, they're going to get their parts, and it's all good to go. So rockauto.com, again, get the hookup. Uh, prices are very, very reasonable, which is all that really matters at the end of the day, and you're going to get great quality parts. Again, rockauto.com. Segment number three, it's on the way. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Raider Nation, here we go. Segment number three of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Time to jump into part two of my conversation with the Hall of Famer Marcus Allen. And that's exactly where we're going to start is with the Hall of Fame. Just kind of talking about the fraternity that is the Hall of Fame, something that a lot of football players, there's a ton of football players in the league. There's a lot of guys that, you know, dip their toes into the league. There's even a lot of guys that play for a long time. But everyone doesn't rock a gold jacket. And Marcus Allen He's got a gold jacket. So let's get back into my conversation from Monday with the Hall of Famer, Marcus Allen. And Marcus, like I said, that fraternity that is the Hall of Fame is just a different animal. It's one thing to get to the NFL. I'm not I'm not shaking a stick at that at all because that's an amazing accomplishment. But to have that gold jacket, something Mike Haynes told me that he wears it proud all the time because, well, it's a gold jacket. What does that mean to you to, to have that gold jacket and be a part of that fraternity? Well, you know what, frankly, to be honest with you, it means more uh, that I was able to uh, give that to my mom and dad more than anything else. You know, it was my way of saying thank you for everything that you've done for me. Um, yeah, I even look back, uh, you know, at the Super Bowl uh, that I played in and, you know, the fact that I was the MVP, uh, that was actually secondary to the fact that my parents got interviewed by Phyllis George. Wow. I mean, I just always wanted to put my, you know, my parents on the map and wanted to make them happy because I know... Um, you know, they were clearly responsible for bringing me into this world. Uh, they, they had a job to do because I didn't decide to come here. You know, that was their decision. So they took care of me, but they did it with such love and, and, and alacrity and stuff and enthusiasm. So it's like, you know, when you, when you see your parents that uh, go out of their way, um, over and above to make life better for you, it, it's just a great thing. It is, and it's humbling. It's very humbling, and and, and what a yes, great what a great answer. Uh, definitely uh, appreciate that answer. Talking right now with Marcus Allen here on Raider Nation Radio nine twenty, and going back to Coach Flores, what made him so special? What made him push the right buttons? Tom was <laughs> what was interesting about Tom was is that he he knew his players, and he knew um, who to talk to. He had strength in being quiet. Um, and we knew, obviously, when, you know, when, when Tom wanted to say something meaningful, uh, we listened. And, and, and because he was such a quiet force, you know, and, and sometimes, you know, people mistake, you know, being quiet as, 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 as a weakness. But Tom had this, 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 this firmness and this calmness about him. We were never rattled because we looked at our coach. He was never rattled. 
I mean, granted, we had a bunch of veterans in the huddle, right? We had a bunch of veterans, right, that, you know, that had years and years of experience and stuff. But when you got a coach like Tom Flores, who never, I mean, I, 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 I don't know, with him for like, I don't know how many years I was with him and stuff, but I mean, I rarely even, you know, saw him get upset at anything, right? Wow. He was always cool, calm, and collected. And we knew that no matter the situation, right, when we looked over at our leader, you know, he never showed any distress at all. So why should we? Absolutely. Good stuff. That's great stuff right there. Talking about Coach Tom Flores as he goes into the Hall of Fame this year. It's going to be a lot of fun. Canton, Ohio. Cannot wait to see him. Charles Woodson, Wayne Mabry all go in as members of uh, the Silver and Black, uh, having that having that Raiders uh, on their chest. And and Marcus, for you, what what is it? What does it mean? What what did it mean to you to be a member of the Silver and Black? And I know every every day wasn't always the the best day and always shiny and rainbows and puppy dogs. But I mean, just to be a member of that fraternity that is the the Silver and Black, the Raiders. What does that mean to you? Well, neither is, you know, family life, man. Right. Growing up is never perfect either, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're always going to have some bumps in the road, and, and the people that you love the most, sometimes you're going to have arguments with. But um, it, it just, it's kind of hard to put into words and stuff. I mean, um, I guess family would be, um, you know, I, I guess the best way to, you know, surmise that. It's like... It, you you couldn't ask for better brothers, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And you couldn't ask for a better environment. You couldn't ask for um, a, a better philosophy. You couldn't ask for, um, I mean, just leadership, you know, and, 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 and guidance, you know, coming into a situation. You, could, you can't ask for that, you know. I mean, I was surrounded by all that. And then just the, you know, the, the quality of guys and the... the um, the, the the grind that they brought, you know, the fact that I know that on Sunday, you know, it mattered to them, you know, so much, man. It mattered to them so much. They were going to get the job done. And when you get a bunch of guys like that together who, you know, who love each other, who fight for each other and, um, and, 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 and want to win for each other, I mean, you're going to establish memories for a lifetime, and that's what I did. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. We're talking right now with Marcus Allen, the Hall of Famer here on Raider Nation Radio 920 in the huddle. And, uh, you know, you, you mentioned family a few times, and I wanted to point out this. I saw this note earlier today that your brother, uh, your brother Damon, uh, he's he's from the uh, Canada Football. He's in the Canada Football Hall of Fame, but he's going to be working with the Raiders, their coaching staff this month as part of the Bill Walsh Diversity Coaching Fellowship Program. How cool is that for him to be involved with the Raiders this month as well? Well, I think it's uh, <laughs> I think it's a natural. I, I really do. Damon has a lot to bring to the table. Obviously, he he played the game for 24 years, and he played the quarterback position, and he had tremendous success up in Canada. You know, he's over I don't know, 70 something thousand yards passing, 11 thousand yards rushing, or something like some crazy number. Um, you know, he's he's seen it all. He's you know he's done it all and stuff. And I think. Uh, We've often talked about, you know, you're rich by what you give and you're poor by what you keep. And obviously knowledge, you know, spreading the knowledge would be one of the greatest gifts that you can give to someone and stuff. So he, he's a smart guy. Uh, he uh, articulates things well. He, um, I think he has the, you know, the ability to sort of to help kids, you know, really sort of visualize and, and really sort of transcend 
the game, uh, and that's what we're hoping for. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I saw that note, and I thought, oh, man, perfect timing. Going to be talking to Marcus this afternoon, be able to ask him about his brother as well, and I think that that's really cool that, you know, you've got what you've got going on, and he's got what he's got going on, and just able to stay close to the game of football, but at the same time, you know, be able to watch it from the distance as well. And so, uh, Marcus, we definitely appreciate the time this afternoon. Uh, again, it's the Battle for Vegas going on this Saturday at, uh, at Las Vegas uh, Ballpark. Let everyone know why they need to come out and enjoy this event. Well, you get to see some of your favorite athletes and uh, both the, uh, the, ho- the hockey uh, <clears throat> players and your, your favorite football players. And it's just going to be great for the community. I mean, obviously, you know, each team is trying to win, but who really wins is the community. You guys are going to enjoy this. It's going to be fantastic. You're going to meet some of your favorite players on both sides get autographs, uh, and enjoy a, a spirited uh, game out there. Yeah, absolutely. And Marcus, before I let you go, I, I know that you're a clutch guy. I know that you've always been clutch from that great run in the Super Bowl where you go one way, you turn around, coaches on the sideline probably yelling, no, 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 yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and then you score a touchdown. You got <laughs> you got the clutch genes in you. I want to see if you can hook me up with a really cool little drop for the radio station. Give me your best. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Hall of Famer Marcus Allen, and you're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920. <laughs> hey, Raider, hey Raider Nation, this is Marcus Allison. You listen to Radio Station 920? Say Raider Nation Radio 920. Raider Nation Radio Station 920. That's a mouthful, but listen to everybody out there. That's going to win this year. That's all I'm going to say. We're going to win this year. There you go. There you go. Well, Marcus, we definitely appreciate your time. Thank you for calling in, and uh, we'll see you on Saturday. God bless. Thank you very much. There it is. There it was, Raider Nation. Hopefully you enjoyed that conversation with Marcus Allen. He was a really, really fun conversation, fun dude to to be on the phone line with. And honestly, uh, as you could tell by that interview, probably could have talked to him for another 20 minutes, maybe another 30 minutes. I mean, I could have really ran the table with Marcus, but wanted to go ahead and respect his time and not hold him on the line too long. But uh, he was very, very fun to talk to. And like I said, just a down-to-earth, really good dude. And he will be at Las Vegas Ballpark on Saturday for the the Battle for Vegas charity baseball or softball event. And matter of fact, on Friday, the 23rd, they're going to have the Raiders and the Golden Knights are going to both have a batting practice that media is allowed to be at. And so I'll be there for that event. So I'll be able to talk to some of the players, the current players like a Josh Jacobs, like a Max Crosby, Jonathan Abram, Damon Arnett, all those cats, be able to get those guys up close and personal, talk to them uh, you know, about the event and talk to them about the upcoming season. Uh, so I'll be able to bring that to the radio station. I'll be able to bring that to the podcast as well. So uh, please believe Raider Nation, buckle up. We've got a lot in store a lot that's going to be on the podcast a lot that's going to be on the radio station as well so very excited about the opportunity to be able to do this and uh, take this game to the next level and uh, again like I mentioned earlier in the show touchdown Tim Brown is going to be on Raider Nation Radio this afternoon five o'clock is going to be the time where you could tune in and listen to him another Heisman Trophy winner another guy in the HOF the Hall of Fame another guy with the gold jacket is going to join the show man very excited about that so as I mentioned Raider Nation two Tune in. Uh, I'm sure the interview is going to be really, really good. So you could probably expect that to be on um, Wednesday's edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast. I do want to get to some calls and texts straight off that Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line, 707-654-4693. I know I wasn't able to bring any to the table today, but uh, I had a lot to talk about, especially with the resignation of former Raiders president Mark Bedane. So going to try to get some calls and texts on tomorrow's show for sure. And I 
do expect to have touchdown Tim Brown's conversation. So if you miss it on Raider Nation Radio 920, you could definitely hear it right here on the Locked On Raiders podcast. So until then, Raider Nation, stay safe, take care of your family, do what you got to do. And most importantly, as always, just win, baby.